When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Guys, if you're looking for a really good alternate to traditional coffee, check out StravaCraftCoffee.com. There you can purchase some StravaCraft coffee, the CBD-infused coffee that's really changing lives. CBD can lead to less neck pain, back pain. It can help you with arthritis, IBS, aches and pains, migraines. CBD has been proven to help with a lot of that stuff. And StravaCraft Coffee just tastes really good as well. So go to StravaCraftCoffee.com. If you're a first-time customer, use the code DNVR25. You're going to save 25% off your purchase of StravaCraft Coffee. You can also get a StravaCraft Coffee subscription. Get your coffee delivered to you. You can get that at StravaCraftCoffee.com. If you're a returning StravaCraft Coffee customer, make sure to use the code DNVR20 for 20% off your purchase from StravaCraftCoffee.com every single time. Oh, there it is. Oh, it's so loud. Blaring in your ear holes. Oh, yes, D-Line, look at that, the vibes, baby. The vibes. Wow. You, uh, you guys just think... Oh yeah, I can't uh, hear you. The music so freaking loud. Music <laughs> is a smidge loud. There's a smidge loud. What is up, everybody? And welcome into the DMVR Nuggets podcast presented by DraftKings Sportsbook, America's wow. top rated sportsbook app. Wow. <laughs> Use promo code DMVR whenever you sign up, guys. It's I'm excited to be here with you guys. I feel like shit. I got I Harrison feel- with me. Oh man, I just can't take you seriously in that desk with that angle with that microphone (laughs) with that corner setup it's just it's it's jarring it's one way i would describe it it's classy man i mean i got the window it's got the window i got the shelves i got that top angle so i don't have a double chin um vote you approve oh yeah i love it it's a good good set good angle for you lighting looks good and uh i'm just glad you got some shit on your shelves man it's about time (laughs) You guys have been complaining about my set for six months now. I, I, it's a yeah. travesty. Um, no, no, line, you I, the only thing I was complaining about was that you didn't have anything in your bookshelf. Now you do. So that's, <laughs> that's been accomplished. Uh, Eric, thanks for joining us. Yeah, yeah. I would describe this uh, be, uh, this intro as inauspicious. This beginning has been inauspicious. Another way I would describe this is a fucking disaster. <laughs> <laughs> Um, well, the show is going to get on the rails here very quickly because we have a lot to get to. We have some great mailbag questions that are going to take us around the state of the Nuggets, potential roster fill fillers and all this different stuff. Also, you guys know it's a good show when the homie Miroslav is going to jump on. <laughs> oh, he's going to jump oh, on. Oh, baby. Prize cor- impromptu corner. Impromptu Miroslav. Because, <laughs> you know, I put this out the other day and I think it's true. 
this is the season of a knot. The season of a knot. If you're new to the show, you don't know that term, but you're going to learn it here. Uh, Miroslav's going to walk us through it again. And tell me if I'm wrong, if I'm if I'm right or wrong about thinking like, hey, there's a reason to dig your heels in and say, hey, let's win the effing championship this year, guys. <laughs> Seems like there's no reason we should. We lose to the magic. All of our players are injured or have an illness. Stay the but course. Stay the course, man. Um, so we're going to go over one thing I know about Miroslav. He's going to, he's going to come in hot with some just wild prediction or take. I, mm-hmm. I, I absolutely know he's going to have some crazy Jokic take that, you know, uh, that I'm getting ready for. We need that Serbian confidence. That's what he brings that Serbian. Yes. Like, well, of course we're going to win. What do you mean? We're only down 30. Of course we're going to win this game. Um, so we need a little bit of that. Um, I got to say though, I wasn't on the show yesterday. You guys did a great job. Um, <laughs> I'm just glad I missed that one. Very <laughs> my day very perfectly. You know the worst part is, is that you were on the show. I well, I, I was on. <laughs> was, I couldn't. It was like a one way. Yes, you had literally. You had you had longer to talk than any of us. You were, you had an ISO. You were on the show for a good ten minutes. But you know what? That's not being on the show. That was more of a grenade. That was an unwanted ISO. That's like the same, passing guy the ball with five seconds left. He's like, okay, I guess I'll cross over. And... All the same, you were absolutely on the show yesterday. All right. Well, I was on the show. <laughs> we were talking privately, but I want to share this because this is part of the sports experience. This is why when people are like, you know, bow out or whatever, when things go bad, it always cracks me up because I'm like, this is part of it. It's so funny when you spend a whole day. And I'm telling you, like I had a lot to do yesterday, but my whole day was centered around the Nuggets game where it's like, get all this dumb stuff done. And then the nuggets are here and I get to watch them play. And I'm all excited. And then like that happens and it's the worst thing that's happened to you all week. And you're like, how is this the thing I planned my day around (laughs) this thing that just makes me miserable? Well, I'll tell you what, like that is honestly the, the unpredictability of the NBA is what keeps me absolutely addicted to it. And just addicted Mm -hmm. to this job because I always say this to everybody that asks me about covering the Nuggets. The best part of my day is going to work because that means I'm watching a game and that means I have no idea what's actually going to happen. I, I usually yeah. have a, a good idea of what could happen, but you really have no idea what's actually going to happen that night and what the story is going to be. And that's what keeps me coming back to it. Uh, for example, news, news. This is not what keeps me coming back to it, but this is a classic example of you never know what the fuck is going to happen in this sport, and that's the joy of it. Breaking news here as we <laughs> just pulled up on screen: Mike Singer from the Post this, right? <laughs> reporting the Nuggets forward Bull Bull has entered health and safety protocols. So, um, first off the top, this was the fear, honestly, when when Bones went out. And and Austin Rivers, who by the way, man, Doc Rivers talked about it the other day. It's not just a like he's in the protocols, Ace. No, he's actually feeling like shit. Um, and had the back. So a little concerning that he um, you know, is going through all that. But your thought, your fear was, man, I hope <clears throat> where does the chain end? Like as everybody was around each other, they're on the road. Here's another domino to fall. It's bowl bowl. Um Eric, initial thoughts um this sucks sucks like he's it, it this is like it doesn't actually affect our rotation at all because Bobo has played about four, five minutes his entire year and only when it's uh the game is completely out of hand uh but it just sucks man it's just like it's just another connection to the team that has uh another weak link that could cause more chain reaction and it just shows that 
you know, we are so far from being out of this. Like this is going to be something that we're talking about yeah. forever. I don't, I mean, I don't know. It's crazy. Um, it sucks. I mean, this is terrible. Yeah. I mean, we all, you, you, of course you hope he is just, you know, set up sort of caught up in that uh, procedural thing. He's not actually ill, but right. man, what a bummer. Vote. Well, this is why it was such a big talking point in the preseason during media day week. Uh, you know, the Nuggets have, I be- had at least, um, I believe, three unvaccinated players at the start of the season. And that's just too high. And it's why we came out and we're pretty critical of Malone and Tim Connolly for what were ultimately some neutral statements. I think if there was right, any team right. that might have considered the responsibility of, of uh, coming out and, and, and saying things pretty explicitly, um, it might have been the Nuggets. So, but it wasn't. And anyway, that's why it's relevant. Um, I don't, you know, I'm not saying that any one of these players we've seen in protocol necessarily has it or doesn't, but that there, the reason you're worried about a chain reaction is because there were weak links on this team with regards to uh, health and safety protocol and it's rearing its head. And, you know, for bull, this is a, uh, this is really unfortunate. If he was ever going to get playing time this season, it might've been now, but um, it's tough. It's one less warm body, even if he wasn't likely to play. Yeah. And now Mark Stein is reporting that five Heat players are not traveling to Indiana. Um, that's the oh only update. God. So this uh, it does feel a little bit. Those I are mean, injuries, look, I, though it's not COVID. I, it is. You're right, though, Eric. This is one of those things where, like, there was a moment in June of this year where you're like, "The pandemic's over. We're out and about. Our lives are going on. This is great." You like didn't even think about it, and now here we are in November, December. Now the following year, just like, oh yeah, it's just gonna keep being a storyline and i saw this great comment in here this is why the nuggets need to handle games like last night it's so true man this is a season of unpredictability and you just have to stack wins because you never know if yoke goes down you're gonna go oh and four again so um it's a bummer bull bull not in the rotation though harrison yeah so it's not gonna affect the rotation i mean like you said you just hope it doesn't affect anyone else and um right. he, i mean he was on the bench last night and he was next to guys uh, but I'm pretty sure everybody he was next to was vaccinated. So those guys should be good as long as they test negative. Um, but yeah, it's, it's rough because Denver just doesn't have that many places to turn. And we're going to talk about a little later, I think, who's a candidate for them to sign to a 10 day contract. This guy could come in and like be a savior for this team because <laughs> that's how thin they are. I mean, the Nuggets had two guys that didn't play last night that could have that was bowl and Vlatko. now tomorrow in new york against the knicks you know that's gonna be down to just Vlatko. so um not good <laughs> sucks do the the nuggets always get like this eastern road trip that happens around christmas is always just absolutely terrible for the nuggets they always get they always lose it's always right. bad the but nuggets like, also always get the 1 8 1 p.m start in new york in new on york. a saturday it's so true. and they have it again this saturday and they get it so every true. single year this is terrible we so but yeah i mean this is i mean this is at least with all of these players out you don't at least like raise your hopes you're just like can we yeah. just get through this please like <laughs> yeah um, it definitely is that way. I mean, even with myself, you know, I'm in the protocols. I don't think I've COVID. I took a test yesterday. I'm pretty sure I just have a cold, but it's one of those things where you're just like every cold, every time you sneeze, you're like, Oh crap. Uh, I better not be around anyone for a few days. And it's right December. Now. It's just like, it's going to be a lot of false alarms going around, but uh, you are I'm vaccinated, Adam. So and you're boosted. not going to miss several games though. 
Yeah, right. well, hopefully. That's Knock right. on wood. Hopefully the protocols are the short protocols for me. Um, before we get into – Miroslav is going to join us. We're going to have a lot of, like, important conversation here. But I thought I'd start us off with a little fun just to get the vibes feeling a little bit better. Um, and uh, Miroslav, you're just going to have to hang tight for us for a few minutes. I see he just popped in. He says 15 minutes, but he's so fast. You know, he's, he's always ahead of the schedule. Um, yeah, first, Serbian time runs 15 minutes. <laughs> Serbian time does run fast. So first, um, I saw this somewhere the other day, and I thought it was really cool. Kel, you could bring up the first one. These are Gatorade bottles throughout the the, the years. Eric, we're fellow olds. The only one of these sure. I don't really vividly remember is 1967. Um, and obviously the little beaker. Um, but I remember from 1989 <laughs> on, like very distinctly, that giant one, 1991. I remember going to basketball camps and getting that giant gallon of Gatorade. Like that's oh, what I would totally. bring to basketball camp. You just drink it throughout the day. I know. Can we marvel at just how unbelievably phallic these bottles got? And then uh, <laughs> they... <laughs> and like I, I got to think, right? 89's I the beginning could... of the phallic. Era. Yeah, they yeah. were like, they were like, we want to make sure that we, everybody knows that this is for power and virility. <laughs> it's so, even so far as the top part is textured. I, every time that I drink a Gatorade, I'm like, what is happening here? Male form corner. Male form corner. Um, I will say, I'll bring it back up, Kale. I want to keep looking at these phallic uh, bottles here. Yeah, don't um, show my face after that. <laughs> I will say, so I remember like the 1989 one is like a pretty good sized bottle because I don't know what they come in now, like a 20 ounce. Oh, yeah, That's like nice. a good, like 30 ounce bottle. Um, I, I miss those ones. Do you, Harrison, you're not quite as old. Do any of these, like, do you really remember them? Well, 1993, isn't that similar to the one we have today? Or is it bigger? Yeah, it's pretty It's pretty similar. Yeah, it's pretty yeah. similar. Uh, other than that, no. I have wow. no recollection of any of these. Vote, you don't remember 95 or 96? I remember 96, big time. Yeah. Really? Uh, I don't. No, yeah. You could still find 96 in like a corner store. You know what I mean? It had some, yeah. had some cultural staying power, even if it did get replaced. But 96 is probably my first... Gatorade bottle that I remember. 1991. Um, is that a water cooler? What's going on? That's that thing, it's enormous. I'm telling you, it's a gallon. It's yeah, like a gallon of Gatorade that you would bring to camp. Yeah, you would bring it to your baseball game, and then if you were actually in the field playing, that whoever was on the bench would steal your goddamn Gatorade. Oh yeah, this right. was a communal Gatorade for sure. Yeah, I love I love 1993. Gatorade goes. You know what? Too many, too many ounces. That's that's the line. That's too. <laughs> well, yeah, to, to, to be to be clear, there, you could buy other sizes besides that in 1991. Right, was, right, right, right. That was just oh, a, that, that, that 1991. That's the soccer tournament Gatorade. Like, yeah. That's the tournament you bring to a soccer turn. That, that's what you bring to a soccer tournament when you've got three games in one day. <laughs> by, by game number three, it's like 98 degrees. It's like very hot. Uh, yeah. It's disgusting. All right, let's go to the next slide here, uh, Kale. Let's see the upgraded. Here we go. I'm telling you guys. 1998, <laughs> the all-time goat bottle. That's the oh, goat yeah. Gatorade bottle. I'm 1998, really, the twist tie. I agree. The I little agree. twist thing. It was like easy to drink. I'm telling you that thing. I don't know why they got rid of it. Well, they just updated it. The 2004 version's the same thing, just cooler. It is. Well, okay. Either one. I'm just saying that little twisty top, man. That was that was the goat. I gotta say that the current bottle, not that good. Not nearly phallic enough. 2009. That's they, 2009. They were loud and proud. They really wanted to bring back the uh, the old <laughs> thing. <laughs> so ridiculous. Anyway, I thought it was funny. I was looking at this and I was like, "It's funny the things you can become nostalgic for." Gatorade bottle. 
Well, yeah. luckily for you, none of these bottles are gone. Uh, they are they still are, around? No, they're here on Earth. None of them are biodegraded. You're definitely oh. running <laughs> one on a beach or something. Uh, not made of recyclable materials, for sure. <laughs> they're just in the ocean somewhere? Yeah, yeah. Like, you don't have to feel nostalgic. You can just go to the beach. In Jersey, that is definitely true. All right, we got one more <laughs> slide here coming up, and this is that um, there was a study published about oh, which teams this. complain the most about officials online. I know this cannot be, honest, be guys, real. I don't think so that this was a very scientific study, but according yeah. to this, Lakers fans, go back to the first one there. Lakers fans complain about officiating more than any other fan base on earth. I don't need to check the numbers, guys. I feel like this checks out. What are, what are the units that are being measured? <laughs> <laughs> That's the big question because all this graph tells me is they're just – there's no Portland Trailblazers fans that exist online. There's just oh. none of them. Oh, but they, they almost got to 4,000. Oh, there it is. Yeah, four, 2000. Oh. <laughs> Wait, yeah, there are a total of 10 Portland Trailblazers fans on social media. Total of 10. Wow. Well, I think this is complaints. Complaints about oh, officiating. There's only, there's only 10 Portland fans complaining. I, on social I mean, don't you feel like they're, that pretty much just corresponds direct with how many fans of each team there are? Probably, <laughs> yes. Eric. Probably. All right. I have the part of the graphic that got cut off when I put it on our background. It's oh, the... based on mentions of complaints on social media over a one-month span about officiating with that title, with that name in the See, here's what people aren't considering. What if the Blazers were just officiated really, really well then? Oh. Or what if, the, what if uh, everyone in Portland is just very level-headed and takes take what they will take what comes? <laughs> my guy Dan Moraine easily surpassed that number of tweets. So like, I don't think he's not right. He solely had more than 10 tweets complaining. Just in the Nuggets game, he had more than 10. Um, so there's definitely – this is not accurate. Freedom, I believe. But if you pull up that first one, you're right. This is a terribly – like whoever did this is like not good at math and statistics because it's just – yeah – Lakers, yeah, Knicks, decided, Nets, Bulls, Warriors. That's just that, the that most person's insane. an idiot. But who decided to put this on the show is another question. Yeah. <laughs> well, Eric, I wanted an opportunity to complain about the Lakers being entitled. That's uh, and okay. I'm back in. I'm back in. This is a great graph. I mean, look at how entitled those Lakers, Knicks, oh, Nets, Bulls God. fans are. Just what, what the one thing I actually believe about this graph is that Thunder fans just don't complain at all about the officiating because under <laughs> fans are just, just nice Midwest people who just happy to be there. Actually sit down and, and watch a basketball game and win or lose. They just enjoy it. Well, so hold on. I, listen I here. believe I, that I'm actually starting to buy into this graph a little bit. Every uh, market at the bottom is a small market with the potential exception of the Toronto Raptors, which we all know are just are Canadians. Canadian. So, it's so true. It's the biggest yeah. city, but it's full of Canadians. So that actually works. Right. I'm telling you, there's something to this. Denver, though, by the way, like very good. We came out very good. Oh, I think I had guys. two two ref complaint tweets this month, though. I feel kind of bad. I actually wasn't so bad. It was that charge call where the guy was in the circle and they reviewed it and confirmed it. And I just I'm called it. I'm going to send one out right now. I feel like we have leeway. We look how much we, we have up to 4,000 yeah, tweets spare. before anyone starts Owls to give. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we have a game in hand over here. Kale, if we could, could we bring on our guest today who is gracious enough to join us with very little warning, very little uh, heads up. The homie Miroslav is here. Whoa. Warning about what? Did you warn him about that graph or no? <laughs> Dobrovetsu. Dobrovetsu. Um, Miros Miroslav, that graph wasn't that bad, was it? That graph was actually showing how many tweets 
about any NBA team there are. Yep, it's just period. not per capita. So it's, it's if, a bullshit. If they counted, <laughs> if they counted Serbian <laughs> language, how many official complaints would you think there would have been? I don't know, man. I, I don't feel there are that many Serbian complain, Serbians complaining about refereeing anymore because, you know, nobody's stopping Jokic outside of yesterday uh, anyway. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, let's just forget the, the game that happened yesterday. And, and let's, I let's agree. Pretend, let's let's it's pretend. It's an canon. That's why we bring you on, Miroslav. That's yep. why we bring you on. That's right. Well, we are going to get into a mailbag here, and I wanted to start with the very first question, which comes from Flo, longtime, uh, you know, commenter and a DNVR member and everything else. And he says, "Why? Just why? Didn't we suffer enough yet?" And I put this out. The reason I <laughs> that was the whole question. Just didn't we suffer enough? Um, the reason I wanted to ask this one is I put this out on Twitter the other day. We are suffering a lot this year. But I feel like this could lend itself to becoming the season of a knot. Like, hey, everybody's already counted Denver out. Like, I listened to every single podcast after Michael Porter went down, and everybody said, well, well, obviously they can't win the championship now. So now it's just, you know, what is the participation ribbon now for the Nuggets? So, Miroslav, I'll just throw this to you real quickly. We could talk about it more on the other side. When you look at this season, do you feel like, hey, man, that's actually plays right into – the inat mentality of, hey, everybody's counting us out. Why don't we play even better? Yeah, I, I will save a story for later because I have a really great, great parallel between the Serbian basketball national team and the Nuggets of today and how it can, it can go to, to a really uh, high highs, if I can say so. But uh, give, me, give me just eight healthy rotation players. I can, I can give give you all of them right now and we can we can compete for the championship even now wow i love i love i love it he's coming in spicy why don't we do it on the other side then on the other side we got to take our first break but on the other side we'll get into this why you think that the season still has a lot of hope for a championship window here uh guys at ball right now they are looking to hire production technicians for their golden plant right here in golden colorado the position is on the front line of their aluminum beverage can production process at Ball's Golden Plant. The company offers a competitive $27.39 per hour wage. Potential increases at 6, 12, and 18 months on the job. It offers exposure to a lot of other manufacturing opportunities in the plant as well. The production technician role touches on the other stages of production, making aluminum cans and ends as well. Uh, if you don't know about Ball, they've been a leader in global sustainability efforts for decades. They make those 8, 12, and 16-ounce can sizes, and they got a facility right here in Golden, Colorado that they make those cans at. Like I said, they're looking for production technicians to fill that golden plant. If you want more info, text GOLDEN to 77222. That will send you a link to open positions at Ball at their golden plant. You can also go to jobsupball.com and search for Golden. That's jobsupball.com and search for Golden, or you can simply text Golden to 77222. This weekend on DraftKings Sportsbook, this weekend, this weekend, football fans, I'm sure we all love an action-packed, high-scoring NFL game. With the latest no-brainer from DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL, you'll be a winner 
Once a single point is scored, new customers who bet just $1 on any team to score can win $100 in free bets. It's that simple. DraftKings Sportsbook, of course. You can get your skin in the game with new same-game parlays. Get those in for NBA games as well. Combine multiple bets from the same game for a bigger payout. The more legs you add, the more money you can win. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code DNVR. Bet $1 on any team to score and win $100 in free bets. If they score, you score with promo code DNVR this week at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Must be 21 or older, Colorado only. New customers only restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for details. And if you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. By the way, I just checked. Um, um, oh, there he is. Oh, my back. Sorry, I popped off for a second. Um, so one other thing, I just checked. Peter Cornelis coming back. He went down for a quick yeah. little bit. He's he's been recalled. That gives the Nuggets again, I believe, ten players now that bowls out. So they'll you always got to have at least ten, I guess. Um, one thing well, I'll Pete, say, Pete, Peter Cornelis. I mean, the Gold had two games this weekend back to back, so it was going to be a chance for him to play. Like that's why he got sent down because they play yeah. Friday, Saturday, a back to back, but yeah, they need him in Denver. So quick practice in Grand Rapids and he's back. How ridiculous of him to fly down, like get in his hotel and immediately come right back. It's kind of crazy. Um, but that's the state of the nuggets. Also neither Shams nor Woj tweeted out the bull bull news, which is kind of funny. Like it, <laughs> it shows you how low they tweeted out that the Pelicans oh are signing God. Gary Clark, former nuggets legend. <laughs> They, that is bigger news than Bull Bull. Dude, Gary Bull, Clark is. Bull is sub shams. He's sub shams. Oh, that's so bad, bad dude. Um, <laughs> and remember, Shams tweets presidential elections results. So <laughs> this is really far off his radar. Really oh far off. Um, all right, Miroslav, in all honesty, man, like this season, you know, it's been rough. It's, it's been rough. Like we knew it was going to be rough in part, but it's been even rougher, I think. Is your confidence, honestly, like, is your confidence in the season a little shaken or your enjoyment of the season a little shaken? Well, it, it will be shaken if we lose somebody like Will Barton or Aaron Gordon after right. all of this, God, for, God forbid. But if we can have, uh, like, we, we right now we have six guys I need and then give me, give me Bones and give me, I don't know, Austin Rivers whatever yeah. <laughs> and with those eight guys no can't have them right now so yeah yeah of course but yeah. for the playoffs you know for the playoffs if we have the the projected starters with jeff instead of michael porter jr i am really really feeling uh, good about that starting lineup for the playoffs of course you cannot push jeff green to play 40 minutes in playoffs probably so we'll need to have more minutes from from uh uh, Montemoris from the from the bench and from Faku from uh, Rivers, uh, hopefully Zeke. So uh, yeah, I I feel I feel fine about that. But we never got those guys healthy together. We already know we don't have two guys for sure, and we hope for Jamal to to return. But if by some some strike of luck we would have <laughs> all of those guys for the playoffs. That's a really, really good team still. So I, I want to say I agree with you. And like the more I w thought about it, you know, Jeff Green, I love the way him and Aaron Gordon, I've talked about it a ton. Jamal Murray's still great. Will Barton, I still like his fit, although I'm a little worried that he's already banged up, you know, but 
if we just go ahead and say those are your five guys and you got a couple off the bench, we're going to do that exercise later. But I look at it and I go, Denver can become the 2014 Spurs, like where they all depend on Jokic. Because sometimes they don't. Sometimes the team does go away from him a little bit, and it's like, whatever. Like You'll get back eventually. But if it's like a locked-in playoff run, we're like, hey, we know what we got to do to win. We, we're desperate enough to not go off script. Like, I feel like that's the key. I would be feeling – I would be with you right now. I would be a smug it. I would be all in. I'd be speaking Serbian. I'd be so confident. Except for last night, threw me for a loop because – it's if this happened when Denver was on like a four game winning streak or five game winning, I'd be like, all right, whatever. Denver desperately needed win. They just lost five games, six games in a row, whatever it was. They get one win. And I think, okay, they got to be locked in for a couple of these easy games to not be. So what do you make of the fact that they just, and when I say they, I mean, Jokic in particular was just not locked in on that game. Should I be more American than you? guys yeah eat a hot dog when you answer this question it's 82 games we literally say you know nobody remembers the random game on one wednesday night in december so i i don't know how how this will turn out but i i feel pretty confident they will be able to get to 48 48 wins or whatever they need to get to the sixth place and then nobody will be happy to play against them in the first round in the second round either so i don't know somebody needs to show me i i agree that golden state and uh, phoenix are playing really really good right now i don't know i mean golden state seems pretty vulnerable to me i don't know why but uh, i feel confident that if you put aaron gordon on steph curry you can have good results Hopefully, because he he deals with length uh, uh, worse than with with the, the guys of comparable size. And uh, about the Phoenix Suns, I mean, we just need to get back to them. So, so I I, I I'm not afraid of any 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 foe out west. That's right. I, you hear that, foes? We're not scared. <laughs> Harrison, I gotta say, I am a little. There it is. I I am a little concerned about Phoenix because when I talk about Denver being the 2014 Spurs, the Suns are kind of that too. I mean, they're a different team. They have a different style, but they just are at like 95% of their ceiling right now, meaning they're just so efficient. Every guy knows what they're supposed to do and they run their system so well. So I'm with you. Warriors are a little bit different. Uh, You know, they do have some weaknesses, but the Suns, Harrison, what do you think about that? I mean, the Suns are incredible. The Suns are really, really, really good. I think they're clearly the best team in the West. Like they're clearly a step above the Warriors for me in terms of the balance that they have. Chris Paul, Devin Booker, DeAndre Ayton, shooters, defenders, their depth, um, not maybe as great as the Warriors, but that doesn't matter as much as the playoffs. Their defense, I trust too. I think the Suns are, are really, really, really good. What, what Miroslav brought up about, you know, like who do the Nuggets need? Uh, in a playoff series, I, I think it's interesting because I go back to when the Nuggets lost to the Lakers in the bubble. And what did we say after that series? Oh, imagine if the Nuggets had Will Barton. They just needed that other guy. They had Jamal Murray. They had Nicole Jokic. They had the two-man game. They just need that other guy. So I think as long as Denver still has that and they still have that Will Barton X factor next to the Murray Jokic two-man game, they can make some stuff happen. But 
they do get to a point sometimes. And like we saw us in the playoffs without Jamal and we've seen the playoffs before, even just with that two man game where they just need a little something else. And, and that's why Barton is so, so valuable, especially in the playoffs. Vote. Do you think Barton has still been the team's second best player? That was a lock through like eight games. Yeah, it's been a weird stretch. I mean, I've seen what you've seen of late. I want to be hesitant to say that, like, he is banged up. It looks that way to some, but, again, he's not on the injury report. And so until, you know, we ask him and he says yes, it's it's a little assumptive. He has seemed to have changed what buttons he's pressing of late. A little more of a point guard, a little more of a catch-and-shoot dynamo than maybe a drive and, and, and kick or drive and score guy, as we've seen. So... I don't know. It might be AG these days. Um, but what gives me hope, uh, the one thing that's been pretty consistent for Barton all year is he's really shooting well. You know, that yeah. outside shot is falling. And so maybe the physical sort of nature of his game comes and goes across 82 as he either feels tired or protects himself or whatever the case may be. Um, I still like the way he's contributing to some of these wins all the same. But he hasn't, you know, he has taken a step back from that, that, incredible start to the season Miroslav, Particularly his defense I think Miroslav I, I've been you know obviously online I, I've seen you've been very vocal about being impressed with Aaron Gordon as have I um last night was the most interesting presser I've seen from him and just in him saying like hey man I actually have a lot more to give I'm just you're just now starting to see it you know tell me what you've seen from him this season but also what your confidence level is that maybe he actually has as he put it more gears uh he can get to I'm looking forward to see it, honestly. I haven't watched a, a lot of him uh, while he was in Orlando, like two times a year, and that's it. And probably less than that because he was injured quite often. I just hope he will remain healthy for the remainder of the season because he doesn't have a really great track record uh, of being healthy for the whole season. So as what, what I said, I feel confident in them, but I don't feel confident in them really being healthy by the end mm. of the season, when you have Will Barton, yeah. when you have Aaron Gordon, this is this is the only reason why I'm not just screaming the championship right now because <laughs> I need to see all of them healthy, and if they are healthy, God help everybody else. But what really? I want to, yeah, what I wanted to say, what what uh, <laughs> yeah. Brandon said about uh, about Will Barton, I think Will Barton took his back seat a bit. Because he doesn't need to be that guy anymore because Monte Morris is now playing well. Right. Monte Morris was back. really bad at, at the beginning of the season. So Barton had to give more of it. And now when Monte is playing really well, now Barton can be the third guy, the fourth guy. And I think he's, <coughs> he's been pretty good. The only thing I'm, I'm not uh, crazy about is him not going all the way to the cup as much as he was going. And I think his season, defense but... too, Miroslav has maybe, but that's also like, as, as yeah, we talk he... about a guy who's trying to monitor his own health, I do think that sort of effort might be something that comes and goes, whether that's acceptable or not. I, I think it might be a reality. Yeah. He, he shouldn't be playing 38 minutes per game for sure. Well, Miroslav, I, I want to go back to, I want to hype up a little bit here. I want to go back to what you said about you feel like, let's just assume the team is healthy because you're right. That is the big variable, but if they are healthy, you honestly feel like they're the best team in the league? And when I say healthy, Murray, whatever you can expect from him, but I'm saying Barton, Gordon, Jeff Green, Jokic, healthy. Well, I do expect a lot from, from Jamal Murray, and I will tell you why. 
back in 1998, there was a FIBA World Cup and it was a lockout season. So no NBA players out there. The best players playing for the US team were Wendell Alexis and Kevin Garris. What? Yeah, you, you have no idea who these guys <laughs> those are. Those guys are made up. Now, do, do, both of those guys were playing back in Germany back then because no NBA players and no top prospects from college either because of the lockout. So nobody that was uh, applying for the draft wasn't there as well. But uh, Yugoslavia, the small Yugoslavia back then that was only Serbia and Montenegro, it had a big problem because there were many injured players, just like in, in on the Nuggets right now. Our best player was Dan Bodiroga back then. His sidekick was Željko Rebraca. But the heart and soul of our team, Aleksandar Djordjevic, the legendary Djordjevic who won us many gold medals, he was seriously injured. But coach, coach Obradovic decided to take Djordjevic to the tournament. Uh, even he, he knew that he wouldn't be able to play for more than half the tournament, just like the Nuggets today. And you know what? Sasha Djordjevic came, came in in the quarterfinals and he turned the game around and Yugoslavia won gold. So those are the situations. This is, this is why I liked when you called the season of Inat here of Inat here, because I mean, just give me healthy Will Barton, just give me healthy Aaron Gordon. I know Jokic will be healthy when the push comes to shove. So just give him, you know, six competent guys around him. You talked yesterday on Lockdown Nuggets about his advanced metrics. That's, that's insane. We're looking at the, <laughs> by far the best player in history right now i don't know <laughs> right. for how long but right now he is the best player in, in fucking history so just give him six guys please give him six actual nba players because what i'm looking forward to see is is like stephen a saying in six months time nikola Jokic is the best player in the world this is what i want to see because it's inevitable and if you have a guy that's really the best player in the world and no questions asked. How do you stop that force? There is well, no way Miroslav to stop it. Just deep it's, in his it's, own it's really bag. Simple. I oh. mean, can you imagine the scenario when where Michael Jordan doesn't win a single championship because he has back deep, bad teammates around him? No way. The best guy <laughs> always prevails. He's not the Charles Barkley. He's not the Cal Malone. Oh, I like it. I like it. Eric. Can you match this? Like, is this like out of your league? Like, can you channel your best nuggets here? Like, well, my thing is like, we've always known that this part of the season was going to suck. This is one of these things where you are in the middle of, you're in the middle of a terrible hike and it sucks. But you know that like the, you know, Jamal Murray is coming back. Like we saw when Gary Harris came back, like he was able to immediately flip the jazz series. Right. Like, Right. It, it, having good players in the court matters. Like, I don't know if they're going to be able to figure it out in time. I just know that what Miroslav is saying is like fundamentally true. Like we have some of the best pieces in the league that know how to play together. And theoretically, like they should do, you know, in that Nikola Jokic is better than he's been. Um, if Murray can just sort of like reach some portion of what he was adding Aaron Gordon, like we've just, I don't know this whole like 
last year plus two years, whatever has just been like broken promises. Like we have all of these right. things that we can look and we can see and we can project and we know how it's all going to work out. And then just something gets taken from us that has nothing to do with the construction of the basketball team. And, you know, obviously that, that you can't overcome that, but if, if in, uh, you know, the, the God of sport is able to forgive us for our smug it transgressions then you know like why <laughs> like i don't see why not right like we can at least compete we played against the suns for granted was the first game of the season but we beat the snot out of them like maybe they, they looked really ready. good too like this is what they, yeah they, they looked so they were, good they were just like game. screwing up yes um so i don't know i mean i'm not i'm definitely not uh counting the nuggets out like i definitely don't feel like it's it's over i feel like we're in a portion that's going to suck like just buckle up everybody this is going to suck for some portion of time like we just have to get to the goddamn playoffs the funny thing is is it doesn't suck the whole time like we did have the miami game which was like awesome and it's i think what you mean is that it might not just be a momentum builder like there there might not be momentum it's just going to be like good bad no i mean i mean that's what i mean like this today sucks like but the day before was (laughs) awesome like but in the in the aggregate, it's just sort of like, man, it's just like a bummer. It's like not exactly what you know this team can be. And that's what's going to happen. It's going to be up and down. Like our uh, margin of error is razor thin right now. And so- Here's my hope, Harrison, and you could tell me if you agree with this. <clears throat> my hope is that there is something to – we know this from our own business. Sometimes you get all the resources, and it's like you, you screw up with them. Sometimes when it's like – you don't have any wiggle room. Like, okay, we've only given this pieces. You got to make the most of it. And then it's like, there's more clarity. Everybody's bought in. And that's kind of what I think with this Nuggets team is. I think they can get to the point where it's like, we know exactly who it is we have to be. We only have eight guys. And so, all right, there's no, there's no confusion. There's no wiggle room. We just go out and do it. I just think that all this stuff that's happened this season and all the stuff that will happen and continue to happen until Jamal Murray gets back is fun. And some of it's not fun. And some of it matters a little, and some of it doesn't matter at all. Most of it doesn't really matter because the Nuggets season is kind of going to start for real when Jamal Murray gets back. And that's going to be the ultimate predicator on what the Nuggets can do in the playoffs, you know, because if he comes back and, no, looks anything like the Jamal Murray that we know Denver can do damage in the playoffs. If he doesn't, and it's very clear, you know, from the first couple weeks or the first month that he's going to really need a full off season to get back to who Jamal Murray is, then Denver isn't going to be able to do damage in the playoffs. I really think it just comes back to that. So I think for Denver's season, all of this stuff that, that that's happened, Jokic getting suspended, Jokic having these unbelievable games, Jokic not showing up in Orlando, it doesn't really matter. You know, wh- what matters is what happens on February 24th, just a random date that I'm throwing out there that doesn't mean anything when Jamal what, Murray what, could come back. What has mattered, though, and obviously I know no one disagrees here, but P.J. Doja tearing his ACL and Michael Porter Jr. getting surgery matters, and there are levels to this, and I think – the difference between, okay, this is a group that can do this, and this is a group that we should expect to do this. I think the fully healthy Denver Nuggets would honestly have a seat at the table, a name in the hat for very best roster in the league, however you want to define that. They're not at that level without those guys. They can, they still have the best player in the world, and when you do, you've got a chance. But, like, they're not, with these injuries – 
the Suns are a better team right now. Just they're they're more complete. Right. They have more routes to victory. I'd still like to see the series, but you know that that's the difference. Um, and, and you know, as always, a little nuance, a little middle ground. Mirsa, before we get you out of here, what what would is there any other final thoughts you have about the season of a knot or just really just kind of perspective on what's going on with this team so far? It's really hard to say what, what can we expect more right now? What I can say about the end of the season or about what we hope to see at the end of the season. I don't, I don't expect to see Jamal Murray, the, the, the Utah serious Jamal Murray in, in yeah. May. And it's not because I don't think he will be 100%. It's just, it's not the bubble. He will not be scoring 35 yeah. points a game. Even Anthony Davis was hitting, was hitting shots back then. Right. So, uh, but we do have Aaron Gordon. We do, we hopefully will have Will Barton. Right. And if, if you have Jamal Murray, who is just like Will Barton plus plus, and you have Aaron Gordon, who is playing four or five pick and roll with, with uh, Nikola Jokic, until the the death of the the opponent it's a really really good balanced i i even think that it would be a more balanced offense than what we saw in the bubble and we knew how we know how how good that was so i really feel that all the players are more mature than two years ago well or 14 months ago on whatever whatever (laughs) that was two seasons 12 months (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, carry the four. Hang on, <laughs> but Nikola Jokic is so much better right now than yes, man. So much better, you know. And you know, Jamal just needs to to be a twenty point per game guy there. And if you get fifteen from from Aaron Gordon, if you get thirteen from Will Barton, that will be enough. They will be mundering everybody in the playoffs. <laughs> <laughs> Miroslav, thanks for hopping on with us, man, and giving us a little, uh, giving us a pep talk. That's what this was. It was a little Miroslav pep talk. Yeah, just just before I go, I want to to call a Serbian audience here. Uh, come tomorrow at five o'clock Serbian time on K1 television or K1 <laughs> television in Serbia. I will be a guest representing Nugget Serbia uh, on, yeah. on K1 television at five o'clock, and uh, <laughs> I want to call Ball Corporation because. You, you know, guys, you, you do have a plant in Belgrade, so come sponsor Nugget Serbia as well. We can look oh! about jobs on Nugget Serbia well, as well. Do you want to work at the Belgrade plant? Oh, man. Search for Belgrade. We should set this up for sure. Uh, all right, Miroslav, thanks so much, man. Ciao. Adios. All right, Harrison, take us into our last break here, and then on the other side, we'll race through all these questions we got. <laughs> The Snooze Flip is the most universal oh, yeah. mattress on the planet. You can customize your sleep experience to fit your needs. One side of the Snooze Flip mattress, the soft one side is firm. You can flip it to the side that fits your body best. The cover of the Snooze Flip mattress is also reversible with one side up to five degrees cooler and cozy warm on the other side. The zipful cover makes the Snooze mattress and the Snooze Flip a true four-in-one mattress. So it's got all those features, fully customizable. It's the best night of sleep you'll ever get. Snooze Sleep hooked us up here at DNVR. A lot of us have the Snooze Flip mattress. Adam's got one. A bunch of us have one. They're awesome. Seriously, the best night of sleep you can have. So what you got to do, go to snoozesleep.com. Use the code DNVR. Get $250 off a mattress. 
and $250 off an adjustable base. So this is $500 total in savings. Use the code DNVRSnewsleep.com. Get $250 off a mattress and $250 off an adjustable base. An awesome deal. A really cool deal from Snooze Sleep. Make sure to get that Snooze Flip mattress today. Uh, guys, look, buying a house can be really tough. It can be really challenging. It can just be super stressful. Mike and Virginia Chevalier at Chevalier Mortgage, they make that process super, super easy. Their ultimate goal is to take the stress of the buying and the refinancing process. They strive to give their borrowers options with their full financial picture in mind. So check out Mike and Virginia Chevalier. You can visit them at dnvrmortgage.com. When you go there, get set up with a free consultation. When you go there, you can also register to win a free DNVR shirt or hat of your choice. Uh, but most importantly, get set up with that free consultation, dnvrmortgage.com. Mike and Virginia Chevalier, they're DNVR people. They're Colorado people just like us. us. They've been in the mortgage business forever, so they know everything about it. They're here to make this process easier for you. Visit them, dnvrmortgage.com. Michael Chevalier, NMLS number 1931006. Virginia Chevalier, NMLS number 1910631. Finally, Thanksgiving's gone. Christmas is here. What would be better than having Hassle Cattle Company Wagyu beef on your Christmas dinner table? Nothing. Nothing. Nothing, <laughs> Nothing would, be would be better than that. You guys <laughs> can still use DNVR15 to get 15% off your entire order. Hook up some friends with an unforgettable Christmas gift as well. Just send them an order of Hassle Cattle Company. With the code DNVR15, you're going to get 15% off it. Or buy it for yourself. Make one of the best Christmas dinners ever. Uh, they've got everything at Hassle Cattle Company. The best damn Wagyu beef around. If you're in the area, stop into the DNVR bar. Try some there. HassleCattleCompany.com. Use the code DNVR15 for 15% off your order. If you order over $200 worth of Hassle Cattle Company, you're going to get free shipping. Check them out. There you go. A um, couple little news items quick before we get to the mailbag portion here. Um, we do have this Saturday the Ultimate Watch Party. The Nuggets play at 11 a.m. So you want to come out. You can get Bloody Marys. You can get mimosas. You can get breakfast. You can get lunch. You can get brunch. You can get whatever you want. We have all day a bunch of stuff going on. At the, so if you haven't come out to one of our watch parties, this is the one to come out to. It's just going to be fun. It's going to be a lot of fun. I expect the Nuggets to play really hard. <laughs> like Coming off of a loss, it's like, okay, they'll probably be focused for this one. Uh, so come join us. We'll all be down there. And then lastly, just putting this on your radar, this is probably going to be announced next week, but people listening to this as a podcast, whatever, we are going to be doing a party bus to Ball Arena for the Nuggets-Jazz game on January 16th. It's going to be super dope. This is like a preview of something that's going to drop. So if you want, I think we only have – I just checked with Nuggets uh, today because we're coordinating it with their ticket sales department, group sales, to get a little bit of a discount sitting down in the lower level, I think Section 132. Um, so – I think we have 96 seats available. So there's going to be 96 DNVR members all seated together, riding the bus over, watching the game, getting loud, chanting, cheering, doing all that, and then going back to the bar to get drunk afterwards. Which <laughs> would be great. So you don't want to miss it. Um, this is like, honestly, the best opportunity to meet people in the DNVR world. And just like, I mean, you're going to be drinking at the bar, riding the bus over sitting next to each other and then going back it'll be a lot of fun um so january 16th kind of keep that on your radar tickets will go on sale i believe next that's Monday. awesome 
That's awesome. It's also be the best chance for a Munder chant to actually get started at Ballroom. <laughs> That's oh, man. Right. Will, will be the yeah. best moment of the night, probably. <laughs> You're a genius. Munder. Munder. All right, let's get some questions here really quickly. Denver Smuggett says, given the injuries, the Nuggets would ideally be starting Jamal Murray, Will Barton, Aaron Gordon, Jeff Green, Nikola Jokic, after the All-Star break, I agree. That's the starting five. And now, who are the three to four players to round out an eight or nine-man rotation? I like this one. Um, Eric, why don't you go first? <sighs> Let's see. Who are the three to Monte four? Monte is the block. Like, Monte is yeah. a lot. I think I, – I, I mean, Bones, I really feel like we are just watching Bones get better every time that he's not injured. I really think by uh, year's end, he's going to be a very viable option. Um, and I hope that he's part of the, that rotation. And also Zeke Naji, like same thing. Like we're seeing him get just a little bit of a uh, run and we're just watching him blossom. So those two, I would love to, and then Monte, like you say, is the third, like, um, I don't know, man. Like <laughs> there's so many like players that are just like, that are so good one night and so not good another night. And it really comes down to like what matchups are going to look like. Like is Faku like a, uh, an option? Like I, I have no idea. Dude. Well, answer I the question, like... Eric, answer the freaking question. <laughs> I don't want to. Eric wasn't listening. I like this. <laughs> uh, Harrison. It's funny, man. Cause bones looks great. My one thought is, I guess it hasn't really mattered, but in a playoffs, everything's different. Like teams scout you and they come up with game plans. Yeah. And the one thing that Bones hasn't looked great at this year is like every now and then he gets switched on to a big, like not even a big, just a medium, and he just gets mowed over. Do you think that Bones is a player that you're worried gets schemed out in a playoff series his rookie year? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I think Bones in the playoffs, you'll see look, who even knows who's going to be healthy. It's not even worth thinking about it. But no, we'll just assume all health, man. And we got to assume all health. Yeah, right. That, that seems like a pretty sure, safe bet. Sure. This year. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What could go wrong between now and then? Sure. Um, I think Bones could be a guy who one game plays 15 minutes, next game plays two minutes, you know, and it just goes really bad for one stretch and he doesn't get back in. So I think he could definitely be schemed out. I mean, if the Nuggets and Suns match up, I don't want bones highland on the floor when chris paul's on the floor like i just, I just <laughs> don't want that um so if i had to answer this question i would say monte is definitely in there bones is kind of halfway in there he's like 0.5 of a player uh mm. naji i think eventually overtakes jamichael green at that spot maybe he's already god i hope so I mean, he might have already it's overtaken time. him. It's time. Um, I don't yeah. think he did, though, man. I don't. I don't know that he, he played did more than he did him. last night. Yeah, but J. Mike was coming off of an injury, but to but you know we'll wait. Have to wait and see, probably. Yeah, and then um, is there anyone else that Rivers play like Faku and Rivers? I'd say Rivers is ahead of Faku for sure. Wow, in a playoff setting, right? Because Monte. Small. It's your backup point guard. Yeah. I don't know. All right. What do you think, Vote? I mean, if you're get if you're filling out like 10 man, I mean, if I have to put another name in there, it's probably Austin Rivers, who by the way did have a, a good five game stretch there. We've got to remember he's a minimum contract depth piece. So like seven to ten points and a sister two, good defense. You take that, right? So yeah. I, I and I think just because of size, he's probably in there. I think Bones is a hundred percent in. There's just not enough bodies, and he's better than the other guys. And so the concerns you guys raise are valid, but 
he's in there. Like he's going to be playing. Um, so I think it's those, I think it's at least those four Monte bones. Um, I, I wish I could lock Zeke in. I want to lock Zeke in. Right. Who knows? That's how I would say I would, my, my four off the bench would be Monte bones, Austin rivers and Zeke Naji. I think Malone's is going to be Monte J Mike rivers oh and probably Zeke Naji. Probably Bones, but maybe maybe it's Faku. I just would not be surprised if he was like push comes to shove. We're throwing Faku out there. So it's funny doing this exercise. It shows you how uncertain this question right. is. That's why I like the question. At this point. So, I think Zeke and Jamichael Green will both play. I mean, Malone will probably play two bigs off the bench in the playoffs like he did last year. So it's no. those two will play. The question is just who plays over who. And I think – but the reason why I like this question is I think, you know, we're looking at, okay, how do they, what moves do they make if they do stay this course and then and they don't fold and whatever. And we're really are talking about the bench because I think everyone feels confident now at Jeff Green slotting in with those four guys. So it is about those guys and any potential additions, which I'm sure we'll get to here. In a second. Yeah. All right. Buckets asks, rank the top five players. Uh, I'm sorry. The top five partiers in the NBA and has oh, hell yeah. asked, Harden yet should we be worried <laughs> this one's actually kind of funny to me it's i, I don't want to rank the top five partiers i mean i don't know james Lou williams. One. Lou williams we don't probably. know either that's the other we thing. also just don't know i mean Clay james Thompson's harden's number probably. one that's the only thing we know is paul pierce still in the nba no but he can be on this list monica monica <laughs> come by um so i don't know but it is funny i'm telling you guys it's really Jokic going to a club in Miami just surprises me. Maybe it shouldn't. Maybe it shouldn't, but it just surprised me. Well, you have to consider, he didn't go by himself. Like, his brothers were there. No, but that's the thing. He had an entourage. (laughs) That's right. But Eric, Eric, but Eric, the Jokic brothers go to every single game ever in Miami where the Nuggets are playing. (laughs) They've never gone to a club after a game. How do you know that? Because we would have seen it. I don't know that that's true. I don't, I, I don't know that that's either. true. I don't think I like, think that's we saw because there was we saw because there was a lit sign and some sort of bottle being uh, carried around, and the Serbian national anthem was <laughs> played specifically for Jokic. Like this, I, I I believe this is not the first time they've gone out to a club. That's I, that is my belief. <laughs> I did touch on this in the Grays last night, though. I wrote the humble horseman is evolving into a new man. It's that they got new outfits, new cars. He's going clubbing with an entourage. Now, let me pump the brakes. I'm having fun <laughs> with these observations. I am not worried. This is not the beginning of some exhausted. Has he changed for the worst column? Like it, it's just. Uh, it's funny because we've never talked about this stuff with him. Here's the reality. He's super, super rich, and he was in Southern Florida for a while. So, so true. It happened. You know what I mean? Like it, Do you expect even more videos your... like this to pop up to surface? Like just random nights? It's gonna be like, well, oh, not after that effing magic game. Wow. Uh, Jokic is never drinking again after that. Yeah, dude. <laughs> with every video and everything we see that comes out about Jokic in the offseason is him drunk someplace. He's staggering <laughs> so through the streets. What he's dancing in a tree. He oh. likes to get drunk, guys. It's okay. He's a young man. He does man. like to get drunk. Yeah, it's I like, all too. right. I, you know who else likes to get drunk? Me, Eric. Eric you do awesome. like to get drunk a lot. You it's awesome. Like, it's really a lot like of fun. I totally understand why Jokic does it. Um, I don't think that uh, we are witnessing the, a change in behavior. I don't believe that. 
I also, again, do not believe this is the first time he's ever been to a club. I just think this is the first time we saw it on social media. <laughs> it's probably true, man. Um, Matthew Kamira asks, given our luck so far with injuries and health, where do you real- realistically expect the Denver Nuggets to finish in the standings at this point? Also, if D-Line makes an actual graphic with effort for around the association, <laughs> I will come to the DNVR bar next game. Uh, okay. Wow. Well, that, effort part guess we won't, I guess we won't see you then. That's too bad. <laughs> the people are clamoring for it, Eric. <laughs> Um, but in all seriousness, Eric, so you said this was going to be the year where it's like, this is just what we get. So what yep. does that mean? Six seed, seven seed, eight seed? Yeah, 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 yeah. I think uh, if we go back, I don't exactly remember what I said, but I, I think I predicted us being about the six seed. Like, I, I, I envisioned this goddamn season going like this. Like, we just, we don't have everything that we need, but we have it in place. Like, it just is not here now. We just have to wait yeah. for it. Like there's just no way around this. We're not going to sign a replacement for Jamal Murray. We're not going to find something that's all of a sudden going to make us a complete squad. Like we're just in waiting, man. Like that, that, that is what this is. Yeah. Um, Harrison, you want to just get quickly? The comforting the thing with that is the Nuggets have been so mediocre. They're ten and eleven. They're only a game and a half out of fourth. Exactly. So, That's just it. It's like the, nobody's nobody's playing well outside of those two top teams. Um, yeah. It's just like going to be the Lakers suck. The Blazers suck. The Clippers, eh? It's just like there's there's a bunch of very mediocre teams. That yeah, the West is. Right a, now. Yeah, it's it's a lot less. You know, the top three teams have always been there for so long, but it also felt like for a decade that like anyone four through eight was really good and would they catch breaks with their schedule and all and that and i i see a kind of a, a pile of mediocrity along with win there um great take that out on the way out ask what are the odds ag makes an all defensive team what are the odds Jokic joins him i'll tell you right now super low if the nuggets stay 17th in defensive rating as they are now like they are they are free falling here um vote i'll let you go first on this one uh i don't know about Jokic doing that um not that he hasn't deserved it or earned it i just he don't. was so bad last night he's like already yeah, well, falling out yeah he was terrible last night um i just don't know if that's the way that he is helping denver succeed is gonna catch much attention outside of denver um aaron gordon better and i think aaron gordon has oh, a, is a threat strong case for uh yeah to ag you better do this. Uh, or not to, to, I, the, to the NBA community at large. You better. Yeah. You <laughs> or, better. Or vote will get mad. But I think uh, Aaron Gordon probably has a strong case for among the most underrated players in the league this season. This season. His production. And um, at the, the heart of that argument is he's an all-defensive caliber player. Uh, not being talked about as much, but how about this? A guy brought here to stop wings is now also their dynamo point of attack defender. So the versatility, the range, it's all there. And um, should Denver be able to sort of stop the bleeding here and, and cauterize this defensive rating? Um, he should have a strong, strong case. Yeah. Our last one in the chat is clamoring for it. They really want it. Uh, we saved the best for last. As we always, you guys should know the show by now. Come on. It's called a team. Come on, guys. Uh, Lucas Ramil asks, what, who is the best candidate to sign a 10-day with the injuries and COVID protocols? The best candidate. Um, Wind, I'll let you tackle this one first. Who do you think is the best candidate? Well, if you're looking at the G League team, it's probably Lance Stevenson. You think he's I gotta... number one? If if you're looking at the G League team, yeah, he's probably number one. 
Um, he, he's played well. I've watched most of the G League games so far. I've been pretty impressed with Lance, to be honest. Um, 18 points a game, seven rebounds. He's shooting it well from three, 38.5%. The other guy on the G hold League on, team. Hold on. I- Before we move on from Lance, I want to ask, how do you think his game meshes with Yoke? Because you had the great interview with him and him like raving about Jokic like really surprised me I would not guess Lance Stevenson is like a Jokic stand but he kind of is well he's a I'm trying to get signed well. yeah well I think he's locked into Jokic because partly he almost he almost signed with Denver last year like right. the Nuggets were considering a bunch of players in April last season they ultimately settled on Austin Rivers but Lance was in the group that they were thinking about signing. So I think from then on, he's been pretty locked into Denver. How does this game mesh with Jokic? You know, I don't know, man. I feel like Lance is kind of similar to Austin Rivers in a lot of ways. He's he, he's similar to Rivers in terms of like, you know, he can just get a bucket. That's kind of the guy he's been at least yeah. on the offensive end for a lot of his career. It's so, so funny saying that about Austin Rivers, though, who like just can't get a bucket. <laughs> Right. But you know what I mean, though? Like, yeah, it's yeah, the thing. Sure. you know right. exactly what I mean. So could have a 15 point he... quarter out of nowhere. Yeah. yeah. In that sense, I don't think he's a great Jokic ball player, but Lance is just he's such a vet and he's been around and he's played with so many guys. I think just his basketball IQ could mesh fairly well with Jokic. That's, I'm just trying funny, to figure out. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead, Eric. I, I was just going to say it's funny. Like, chat. God damn it. <laughs> No, you go, please, please, please. All right, I just want to know if that's Lance Stevenson in the chat because that was <laughs> the most, the largest number of successive Lance, pro Lance comments I've ever seen. Look at this, yeah, this Lance, is definitely there's Lance. Plenty. There's a lot. Did you guys uh, forget Lance, Lance, Lance? What are they waiting for, Lance? Um, Yeah, it's hilarious. <laughs> All right, please, Eric, please. I don't even remember what I was going to say. It was a great joke. <laughs> now it's going to fall by the wayside forever. Damn it. He played Sorry. well with Sabonis. I, I love these takes, man. Keep them coming. Like, let's hey, no, no. I, I, I think he he could be a good fit with Jokic. Like I said, that's my best friend. He All just right, he, he knows how to play the game. He's he's got a bas- high basketball IQ, and at this point in his career, like he's got to know that his best shot at latching onto an NBA team is fitting into a system, a lot of like how Austin Rivers did last year in Denver. So, um. I think there's pot- potential there. The other guy I could see from the D League team oh, is. Hold on again. I want to say I didn't get to say okay. my piece on Lance for a second. Sorry, you're, you're moving thick. You have to learn how you throw it around. It's very difficult. You throw it around everybody. Here's the thing about Lance that I think is actually super valuable to Denver. He gets into the paint. I've talked about this a lot. The Nuggets need guys that can get into the paint because once you collapse the defense once, Denver has guys that know how to finish that. Lance is a, an example of a guy that just can get into the paint. So I do think, like, you talk about one playing with Jokic. Okay, if you can get into the paint with Jokic, once the ball's moving, Jokic finishes the play. And then, two, if you talk about that second unit, okay, you've got Monte, you've got Bones, you've got Lance. That's three guys now that can break you down. All of a sudden, J. Mike and Zeke or Jeff Green, whoever it is that's left with that second unit, all of a sudden those guys just need to be floor spacers. So I think that's that's part of it with Lance, why I feel like he could be a really good fit. Yeah, he's also six six, right? And I, a single small forward is in fact on my wish list. So from that perspective, I think he also makes a lot of sense. Trying to bridge some lineups together, um, try to try to even out some of the roster construction. 
it ju- it also here's the thing we could talk about it certainly seems like Lance is is on the radar here right and the way Malone talked about the active conversations with Tim Connolly trying to get Tim Connolly loves Hoopers man he loves uh, Hoopers that's Nick and Lance him. Lance absolutely fits the Nick Young Tim Connolly <laughs> mo so um I see it I see this happening but not yeah. that's not a report that's just me talking all right Harrison <laughs> the other guy I could see a little interest in potentially is Devon Reed, Mr. Dependable, of course. So (laughs) Devon Reed, Devon Reed actually gives me some PJ Dozier vibes to be totally honest. Uh, He's averaging 15 points, eight rebounds, six assists in the G league. He's kind of like the point guard of the grand Rapids gold, even though he's a natural like six, five, six, six shooting guard slash small forward. But um, he, he plays point guard for them a lot. And he can just kind of do a little bit of everything. Uh, he's a pretty good defender as well. He's like the gold's go-to defender on the perimeter. Um, so I think Denver could like that. He's shooting it well from three. But those are the two guys I think are most likely. Yeah, Devon Reed fits definitely the Michael Malone mold of like what he likes from, from those guys. Like bring in somebody that can be a, just a dependable. Hustle. Yeah, dependable. Um, Lance definitely fits the Tim Conley mold. It's like, hey man, this guy might yeah, have twenty points. He might have twenty points in game point. four of a playoff game that wins you the series. So yeah, that's, that's what these point. ongoing discussions are, bro. It's gonna be Lance, but can it be Reed? And that's just been like three days. What, what about uh, Stauskas? Has he has he been playing in uh, Grand Rapids? Stauskas got off to a really hot start. Uh, he's gone absolutely ice cold from three though over the last couple of weeks. Uh, I think his percentage is all the way down to like 31%. But he's been red hot and ice cold so far from three. Sounds, sounds like a about right. Play, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> sounds about right for Stauskas. Um Well, there you have it. I mean, Denver could also go outside of their G League. I mean, this it does look like Denver might have like a roster spot that they keep for quite a while. So maybe this is they're a little bit more thoughtful on. And I do look at Lance Stevenson's last few years in the NBA. He did play back in 2018. He played 82 games in 2019-68. But I am curious to see if Denver views him more as a like, hey, 30 games, like we'll bring him in and then that'll be a piece. Or if it is like a guy they have for the whole year, I don't know. So um, we'll have to wait and see. Harrison, do you have any inclination about when Denver would add a player? I mean, this road trip would be a great time. I've got to think ASAP. Yeah. Yeah. ASAP. Bring him in for that Spurs back-to-back, that first Spurs game, so you can rest Jokic and Barton. These guys, like, those guys desperately need to rest a game. I guess maybe not now that you lose the Magic, but maybe that's a game you bring them in, give them a little bit of run, and then you you finish out that road trip with everybody healthy. Um, We'll find out. All right, guys, that did it for today's show. We ran a little bit long today, um, but that was because of the Bull Bull news and, and all that stuff that dropped at the beginning. But we will be back tomorrow. Keeping it 1,000 with George Carl. I'm telling you guys, based on my text with George Carl, he's coming in hot. (laughs) Also based on every other conversation you've ever had with him. Yeah, (laughs) he's coming in hot. So that'll be tomorrow at 2.30. you have something to vote before we get out? No, just had the same joke that Eric did. So looking forward to the the show. (laughs) Um, All right, guys. And then don't forget the Ultimate Watch Party on Saturday. We'll see you guys there. Guys, if you're looking for a really good alternate to traditional coffee, check out StravaCraftCoffee.com. There you can purchase some StravaCraft coffee, the CBD-infused coffee that's really changing lives. CBD can lead to 
less neck pain, back pain. It can help you with arthritis, IBS, aches and pains, migraines. CBD has been proven to help with a lot of that stuff. And Strava Craft Coffee just tastes really good as well. So go to StravaCraftCoffee.com. If you're a first-time customer, use the code DNVR25. You're going to save 25% off your purchase of Strava Craft Coffee. You can also get a Strava Craft Coffee subscription. Get your coffee delivered to you. You can get that at StravaCraftCoffee.com. If you're a returning Strava Craft Coffee customer, make sure to use the code DNVR20 for 20% off your purchase from StravaCraftCoffee.com every single time.